Welcome to the while we're really loud. Welcome to the season finale of the eighth season of a couple cold ones cracking them. Feel like you guys have missed it. Like we may have been gone for a while, but I think it's just you missed a few episodes. An entire season's worth. Yeah, seven. It sounds like. Um, I would like to talk about New Horizons. New Horizons. Or things that are new on the horizon. We really have a theme song coming. I fucking promise it. Wait, hold on. I'm Ryan Shaner. And I am Sean Jump the Gun Free. Yeah. I bestowed, I gave him the nickname, so you I feel did. like it's fair for me to take it back. That's an inside joke. But, <laughs> yes, I am Ryan Shaner, the only and best Ryan Shaner. The only one. There's the only one who's good at podcasting, that's for sure. The only good Ryan Shaner at podcasting. And I'm not even good at it. The only good Ryan Shaner at cracking jokes. And yeah. And, like, making people laugh. Yeah. And having facial hair. He's also the most original Ryan Shaner. For sure. So, just, like, keep that in mind as you... And same goes like, for you, Sean Freed, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. While we're pointing fingers at no one. Uh, it would be... Yeah, exactly, because there is no one. <laughs> just make sure you guys... Send us a fucking email at Ryan Frayner. No, no, a couple cold ones at oh, okay, gmail.com. Cool. A couple cold ones at You don't want them sending emails to that one. A couple cold ones at gmail.com. You the curtain right there. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Frayner. Yeah. Stop saying it. <laughs> a couple cold ones at gmail.com. What a disaster this situation if you, is. If you have some like ideas for stuff that you need us to talk about, like maybe you've come up with something really cool that we can just like blast on the podcast and just humiliate you. A cooler segment than the ones we we've come up with which you won't like ryan's got this brand new original segment oh man you better wait be it's a it's a chain. ryan shader original <laughs> <laughs> segment. so go check out the facebook give us a fucking five star two star four star one star if you're ryan shader yeah rating on it, itunes google play or even facebook so like we'll take any of those um go give us a like check just us give out. us some attention drop us a line yeah any kind of attention even negative attention from Ryan. Yeah, from me. It's great. The only one who matters. So yeah, we new song on the way. I'm really Yeah, yeah. I'm really sure you, that it's coming. We you precursored in your jump the gun segment. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, that's not a that's not gonna be a regular segment, Sean jumping the gun. But we do have a new brand new original segment, right? Like, oh dude. Just right off the cuff. Ever. Is that, are we just doing it right off the cuff? Yeah. This brand new original Okay. New segment. This segment so is original. called like, it, no one's even said this phrase No one's ever before. said this phrase except for Ryan Shaner before, and it's called... And that's you. This segment is called, Check This the Hell Out. Check this the hell out. Check this the hell out. Isn't that cool, though? Like, yeah. That was I really mean, clever. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's, like, really I cool. really appreciate it. There's no other segment I can imagine creating, and there's no pettiness involved No, in and there's just, like, all. no way... I mean, like... It's just so original and so right. fresh. And it's anybody novel. who says it's not is really insecure. Yeah. Like, that's a sad person. That's a sad person who probably needs to shave their mustache. <laughs> Couldn't possibly be me. It's I have a beard. <laughs> I have a beard. I have a beard. Superior facial hair to mustache. And I have a goatee, which is even another step yeah. up from a, a mustache, but Fact. not quite a beard. Fact. So I don't know who we could even be referring to. Just not Ryan It's Shainer. a hypothetical person. And it not Ryan Shaner and Ryan Shaner at the same time, maybe. But... Check this the hell out. It is a new segment where we are going to introduce new kind of quirky things to you guys. Yeah, maybe like something esoteric you esoteric. maybe never heard of, and it's probably going to be fucking goofy, and we'll talk about it a bit. Yeah, just a second, just to give, you know? shine some light on some things we like that are like a little behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? You know? Check this the hell out. Check this the hell out. <laughs> John, why don't you go first? Why don't you? What should we check the hell out? All right, check What's this, this the thing hell out. Check, we should check the hell out. There's this new fad called pedazzling and vajazzling that uh, my lovely girlfriend Nicole just informed me of. Oh my god! And you put jewels in your genitalia. All I'm saying is, is this like the new level of bling? Like, check uh, this the hell out. This is the blingest level of bling, if you ask me. I am about to get pedazzled. <laughs> pedazzled <laughs> immediately. Bedazzled, obviously referred to penile bedazzling, and bedazzled is obviously vaginal bedazzling. 
Um, Vajazzling. No, never mind. It, already, <laughs> it was already a combined word. I'm a little worried about like infection rates. Conjunction. Um, yes, that is something that you There's like a new level of cleaning, right? Sounds gross. Either way, <laughs> sounds painful in a way. Like, is it hot glue still? Um, <laughs> maybe it's cold glue. Without cold, any cold glue. Cold glue. Yeah. Never, Does that never, exist? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I was, I was, it's probably hot glue. Though. I was just hoping that you'd reiterate, like, not reiterate. But I did I reiterate it. Elaborate. <laughs> oh, no, I have no elaboration whatsoever. All right, well. It uh, sounds very, it's it's just confusing to me to say that it is to you. To, oh, but no. either way, what I want to say is, like, if you've got so much extra income that you can, like, display jewelry on your hands, everybody fucking does that. Right, nobody's Why impressed. Not? Fucking displayed on them Jennies. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So next time you drop trout in front of a crowd, (laughs) which I do every morning, (laughs) of 18 to 47 year olds, I don't get out of bed any other way. They will know that you got your money where your mouth is and where your cock is. (laughs) Or vagina, because we are an equal opportunity podcast here. Well, that's also your, that's your, that's your front mouth. That's your lower front (laughs) mouth. Your lower front mouth. Like, men just have a tinier lower front mouth. It's literally oh, tiny. Man. You just, like, do little talks with it. But think about if it was covered in jewels. Or think about your little fucking dick mouth had a fucking grill. Pedazzle. Pedazzle. Or Check pedazzle. that the hell out. Check that the hell out. What an original concept. <laughs> and what a good first thing to say, Sean. Yeah, what did you have? What do you, what do you, uh, what do your, you think we should check y- the hell yours out? Yours is goofier than mine, but I just wanted to... Th- check this the hell out. I just wanted to throw a little shout-out to one of... Like, Sean and I's, like, half inspirations, I would say. It's another podcast. It's another podcast. Check this the hell out. Another podcast? Yeah. Go into it. Yeah. It's called... Ah, I fucked it. Uh, No, no. It's called (laughs) The Worst Idea of All Time. It's not called that. It's called The Worst Idea of All Time. That would be a terrible podcast if it was, like, I fucked it, or you fucked it, or you fucked it. I don't know. Who knows? Like, who knows? But it's called The Worst Idea of All Time, and it stars two Kiwi boys... And Kiwi Kiwi boys. One of them is about to be Americo Kiwi boy. Yeah, right? he, he lives here now. Ameri- but Kiwi boy. Guy Montgomery and Tim Beck, comedians from New Zealand, watch the same movie once a week for a calendar year, and there were three seasons, and it just ended a couple weeks ago. It's not a good ago. movie. They don't watch good movies. Uh, Grown Ups Two, Sex in the City Two, and We Are Your Friends are all three of the seasons, and it's just a delight. And it's one of the reasons we kind of like felt the urge to start a podcast. Yeah, they're like clever quirky as well as like borderline insane uh, yeah definitely inappropriate yeah but but we love them so they're really good and it's It's and not enough people know about them and i just wanted to kind of give them a shout out even though they have like thousands and thousands more listeners than we do but we might might not be one of them yeah we we might have listeners that they don't because most of our listeners are our friends and uh you ryan shaner (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes indeed that was me But we listen to we listen to their podcast. It just ended, but it is uh, really good, and we think you should go check them out. It's kind of timeless. Like it, it does, is it timeless. Just, it doesn't matter. Like you can get into the context. Like really. right. Whereas ours like won't be timeless. Like a hundred years from now, people are going to just be like asking like who these celebrity Deathstrokes are. Like Chris right. Cornell. Like yeah, it's already going to be uncovered that the Clintons assassinated. But will they know that Chris Cornell was dead before you said that he was going to die? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe that's the intrigue. <laughs> Either way, then they'll probably think that you killed him because we because <laughs> we admitted to it because we did it on <laughs> we recorded ourselves killing yeah. him. Yeah, oh, that was a funny journey to Beverly Hills <laughs> that we never really took. Wink. <laughs> you can hear our winks. Wink, wink. So wink. yeah, check that the hell out. Yeah, check that the hell out. And that's the first of hopefully a long running original yes. brand new. segment. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, a long running original brand new segment. You're done playing with this because it's making a lot of feedback. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a stress man, a little a little blue stress man, and he is a delight. You just bend him in the most uncomfortable positions. and This just... is an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan was tapping him on the table, making some noise. That was it. And uh... that's the end of that. So you probably wondered why did we rip off a John Williams classic for our intro scat thing today instead yeah. of scatting. Right? Well, is that not what we're doing? Well, I mean, we can uh, not jump into that immediately and just, you know, take your best shot. Oh, that's right. It's hard. just so much more capital letters. But uh, <laughs> Well, that's because we're going to scream about it. That's right. You're right. So, the last... We've introduced a new segment this episode. 
We introduced the new one in the last episode. Take yeah. your best shot. There's tons of new segments. Like, yeah, you got. They're, they're, they're going to be coming at you in loads. Frank is just dropping the new segments yeah. on us. It's kind of insane. Like he's got a new one called like bird watching, but we kind of vetoed that shit. We're not going to uh, do any crazy new segments that veer off from the ordinary. Like, never yeah, mind. So no, bring up the Logan Paul thing. But we're, not, like, we're not doing like the 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 chirp after birds thing, or we're not going to do like any like mouse hunting bullshit. We're just hitting back our original. Yeah, well, not our original, but our so, most recent good guy. Take your best shot. Sean, take your best shot. for the viewers who do not remember, take your best shot. We ask each other questions that we think the other one should know. Could know. Could know. But should, I think, is also another... Should likely know. Should likely know. Yeah. And, but, like, they also have to be a challenge. So, Sean, I went first and won both rounds last last week. Or it was actually, like, three weeks ago. But It was last week. Last week. <laughs> but... Why don't you go first? Why, why don't, don't you why don't make I me take, take my best take shot? Take my best shot. Take my best shot at my knowledge, which okay. is very limited right now. I am delving into what I accidentally previewed to you, so you should know this. <laughs> okay. What position within the hierarchy does Cthulhu actually hold? It's like a job that sort of exists today, and it might be sort of deific. Like deities. Mm. I'm trying to give you hints without revealing it, but it gets mentioned so often in... The High Priest? Fucking god damn it. Did I win? I'm over this game. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's three in a row, folks. I'm about to be taking a Oh my god. I'm just not comfortable with this last one. Okay. I'm surprised I got that. Was that right? Like exactly. Yeah, wording? it was. It was 100% right. Literally high priest. Yeah. Was, like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Your frustration face. Uh, I feel like these ones are so good too. Like uh, that was a good question. I feel like I'm skirting the edge of like what is even. Like, Dude, I was so to close ask. to saying like regional manager just as a joke because I just didn't know what you were saying. I'm the regional manager and then to you the like, elder gods. And then you gave too many hints. You did that last time too. What is, is too many hints, though? Like, would you have been able to get that at all without any of the hints? No. See, does that not make it okay? I don't know. All right. We'll, we'll, have, to, we'll, have, to, we'll have to just explain the parameters to each other off mic. Or we'll explain, but, like, more But, Sean, I will give you more hints. I'll give you two hints okay. on this one, since... Okay, so you're, comfortable after your, favorite, your favorite NBA player is Chris Paul, correct? Correct. Yes, he is. Where did Chris Paul go to college? You said you're gonna give me hints. I'm trying to think of hints. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I'm so the bad. college has like a landscape in the title, like desert, ocean. Oh man, that makes it even worse. That kills my idea. And their mascot is the Demon Deacons. It's a real D1 college. A real D1 college with the Demon Deacons? They're not very good at anything. They're not very good at anything. I'm pretty sure that's where he went to college. Let me double check while you think. Oh, man. I think he's just making like, such awful radio, too. Yeah. Uh, the Demon Deacons. Ah, I feel like I've heard this fucking bullshit before. I don't know. The fucking... Yeah, I was right. Tundra, Alaska, Demon Deacons. That's not my real answer. That's not my real answer. Okay. <laughs> you were saying I'm sorry. As <laughs> so I say Tundra. It might be the Taiga, Alaska, Demon Deacons. Yeah. Do you even know Taiga? <laughs> Do you remember Taigas? <laughs> no. Don't distract yourself. I am distracting myself. I'm brainstorming but buying time at, at the same time. I thought you'd get this one. I, I was prepared to take this shot. I'm just so bad, like, I'm so bad at pro athletes in college. Like, I barely know that Cam Newton is from Auburn. That is correct. All right, that should have been the question I asked. That would have been, been a better one because I would have struggled in not knowing whether or not I know it. And I will just throw some shit out. Yes. A final answer Boston College. <laughs> Pretty close, Wake Forest. Wake Forest? God! Damn it, Wait. Boston College was in my mind. And they're both to in begin the with. ACC. 
I'm sorry, Sean. That's four in a row. I'm a champion of this segment that I invented. I'm going to crush you next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week? Yeah, you know there's so many so many esoteric games that I play that you, oh. you know so little about. No holds barred, dude. We're All right, game's on. Undertaker. The game is on. Yeah, we need to get being... more entertaining real quick. Um, <laughs> that, that was a Don't long call pause. it me because I've doubled up on shots. That's a good point. Well, let's go into that. Uh, that, that War Star. Like a that, uh, that, space, that space battle movie? Space battles. Space, space battles. battles. Galaxy, yeah. galaxy fight. Galaxy fight, yeah. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's called like Interstellar Skirmish. That's really good. It's a good one. Um, I gotta stop playing with this too. Take all these things away. From <laughs> Everything me. off this desk. This is a fucking just unbelievable. I just keep dirty playing with stuff like a child. So I know, I just and I'm just it. stacking it up to the left of me. This desk is so dirty. Okay. <laughs> so many things on. Put here. my hands behind my back. <laughs> I might have to handcuff them. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that movie came out. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It's been a while, so spoilies. It has been like almost a month though, so I think spoilies are okay. But it's good for us to note it. You know, we are announcing that there are spoilies. Yeah, we gave everybody a heads up. Um, so let's go like full spoilies. Like when we did Baby Driver, we didn't want to spoilie. This time we're going full spoilie. And I don't know why we didn't want to spoilie. Baby Driver was at the fucking Dollar Theater. Yeah. We saw it. But this time everybody's seen it. It's a cultural phenomenon. And everybody has got a goddamn opinion on it. Yeah, it they appears. do. Yeah, they do. Every fucking neckbeard to fucking Brad Pitt looking motherfucker has an opinion on why they think this movie is either good or terrible. That's really flattering of you to say about me. Mm. <laughs> I didn't say which one I thought was you. <laughs> I find both of them flattering. Ah, one of us actually has a neckbeard. I neck don't beard. have a beard. <laughs> I do, but that's way, besides yeah, the no, Okay, so, all right. I'm going to give you three very succinct sentences to say what you thought about the movie as a whole, because we're not doing synopsis bullshit. Okay. Three sentences. Go. I'll count them down as you say them, so be prepared to have your train of thought room. All right. Let me get a sec. Let me get a sec. That's two sentences. The, that doesn't count. No. <laughs> the movie was well put together and well written. Don't do a run on bullshit sentences either. Period. All right, that's good. Okay. Well put together, well written. The character development from the last one to this most recent one was well done due to the fact that you can't really tell how much time has passed during Ray's story and the rest of the character story at the beginning of the movie. Okay. And Luke Skywalker's show of power at the end when he phases himself into the battle using the Force, shows just how powerful he is, and people need to stop fucking bitching about it. Like he didn't get because he didn't get a fucking saber fight. He showed he was even more powerful. He didn't need a saber fight. Good. No, not okay. gonna do a run on sentence. Period. Good. All right. Yeah. Um, do I do the same thing? Or are you holding me the same? Thing? Yes, I will. I'm really I will. drunk. I will. I will. I'm really drunk. It, 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 indicate commas with pauses or say comma. Uh, that's what I, I did. That's oh, how, that's yeah. how I did commas. That's like. Um, I just said I just paused for a sec to say com- for a comma. So I enjoyed the movie and it created a new era of desperation for the resistance while showing the progression of the Empire's major players. Not the Empire, sorry, the New Order's major players. First Order, but I know what you're saying. The Go First on. Order's major players. Period. Character arcs were developed. Pretty significantly, um, Finn took a legitimate active role as a hero in the Resistance. Rey did exactly what was predicted. And Kylo ascended to a role that we probably didn't assume he would take until the third movie, which actually builds drama for the third movie. Bam. Luke Skywalker showed that he was ever-powerful. By doing a technique that has been previously only known by the Sith, which a lot of people have attributed to the easy way, quote-unquote, to show his failed student that he was still stronger. I feel like that was a child sentence. Thank you. No, it was good. Your middle one... It was like your Empire Strikes Back. It was the best by far. My favorite movie. Yeah. But they they all came together quite well. 
Um, I actually kind of like as I was like bringing it up, I wanted to talk about a specific scene. Which scene? The scene where uh, Luke goes in to like maybe kill Kylo. Oh, the dream sequence. I think that was really good. I think that that like I think the fear that Kylo felt. And, like, you can see it in his eyes. And the fear that Luke really felt, good. too. And the fear that Luke felt. The guilt that Luke felt was really good on top of the same. Right, like the that, feeling like, of failure he like had. Failure and you're in there to do a Sith thing. Like, he, he went in there to kill an unarmed person. Right. That's which a is, Sith action. This is literally one of the main parts of the Jedi Code. Yeah. Is not to do that. And so he went in there to kill somebody. His own blood. Undefensible. Undefensible. Oh, Indefensible. <laughs> Not able to defend himself. <laughs> he went in there to do that, and like well, that, he turned out he was because he blew the whole goddamn place up. But that whole scene, I thought, was like actually really powerful. It was when Luke realized that like he hasn't been classically trained, and so to think that he could just classically train all these other people it was like kind of fucking crazy. Which is what a big gripe among the fan base is: is that he tried to do that, and nobody seems to understand that. One of my biggest things is when people talk about. Like, they're like, oh, like, Ray just all of a sudden is so good at this. And then, blah, blah, like, why why didn't we get to see her, like, develop like Luke and Anakin did? Okay, first off, there's, like... She's not like, that good at it. There's, like, a palpable time frame for Anakin becoming awesome yeah. in, the, in the prequels. And it's it, years. And it's, in like, fucking the, four years. And then in the original trilogy, Luke is on Dagobah for, like, a couple days. You know this because of... I thought of it was how, even longer than that. It, it, no, I thought it was I, months. On Dagobah? Yeah. Because they flee Hoth, and then Han and Leia are still fighting in the asteroid field immediately afterwards. Afterward, after Hoth. And then they go to Bespin right away. That couldn't have taken that long. Fair enough. And then... And And then maybe like a week or two. Right. So, So like, yeah. But Rey, Rey gets to Luke's planet at the end of the movie... At the end of Force Awakens, and we just don't know how much, and we time just don't know spends. how much time she spends, and everybody's just like, "Well, like," and then they cut back and forth, so everybody's just like, "Well, Ray's just all of a sudden super good." Between cuts, who knows how much time has passed between Ray learning how to become a Jedi, and like, and everybody's bitching about that and calling it bad writing. People say it's written poorly, and I think it's one of the most well written Star Wars movies. I don't. Has anybody watched the original trilogy? <laughs> has anybody seen some of this that dialogue? Shit is for, it's poorly. garbage. I'm sorry. Well, okay. Here's what happens. Like, but it's great at the same time because it's captured your childhood memories. Most people were introduced to the like almost everybody was introduced to the original trilogy as when a they child. were a fucking child. Like the only people that weren't are people that are like 70 and 80 years old and they probably or don't my give girlfriend a fuck. who I just introduced to them recently. And, and she loved the new one. And I don't know what she thinks. She probably likes the new ones better. She probably likes the prequels better to be completely yeah, honest. Yeah, because like, they're just like It's a deeper story. Yeah. It really is. Like they you are see de- more. They're developing yeah. more of like what the original trilogy doesn't. But what happened was like you and me and our parents were all introduced to the original trilogy when we were fucking children. Right. And so like all of that is like built up into some awesome story. And then people go into this movie with expectations that it's going to be a goddamn copy of The Empire Strikes Back and they want to point out why the Empire Strikes Back is better than this movie is like their goal and suddenly it's like way different right people build these fan theories because of the drama because of like the fact that Star Wars has been around for so long it's not like Star Trek where you get a new episode or a new series every week or every like couple years you know what I mean the, the yeah. movies are cemented this is the fucking this is what it is this is the 8th episode yeah this is the 8th episode Over and I thought it was years almost. I walked out of the theater wondering if it was my favorite Star Wars movie I agree with that I really do with the, Empire this, being the my... fucking throne room scene where Kylo and Rey fight the Praetorian Guards is the greatest thing that's happened in Star Dude, Wars. That was so. It's the most brutal, badass. insane fight they've ever so had in that badass. show. They talk about viral weapons all the time, and you never see them. Like that was so bad. Yeah, and you never see people skilled with them, especially no. like. And these dudes are like pretty goddamn close. Like to could killing, killing both of them. Yeah. Like if luck had went either way, one of them. If it was died. one of it was one of them versus all the Praetorian guards, the, either, either one, one of them, them would, would have died. died. Yeah, and if and one that of, seems like that would include Snoke, since fucking Snoke was killed by Kylo. That shit was crazy. Is he really though? No, I don't think so. And wh- another thing people are bitching about, they're like, "Oh, Ray's parents aren't real." He's a goddamn Sith. Like, 
Maybe they're real. Maybe they, they're fucking not though. Yeah, they they could. Are Anakin's they, parents real? They could be nothing. They Do could, Anakin's parents matter? They yeah, didn't. Yeah, they the didn't greatest, matter. The greatest force like user in fucking history since maybe fucking Darth Revan. Yeah, like who's not his, canon anymore? His parents don't matter. So you're telling me. That, like, the fact that they, like, do the same thing for Rey, who might restore the Jedi Order, maybe, like, that's what happens. Like, you're telling me that, like, that's not a parallel, that's not a beautiful parallel, that her parents, like, are nothing? Right. That's a good point. And you never even know who his fucking dad is. Yeah. You don't. You find out in the extended universe, it's some douche troll Sith Jedi, but, like... I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. I actually assumed he was just some fucking dirt farmer. That might as well have been. Because e- but that's the, the EU like, is basically fan fiction now. But I'm saying that like it's it's a it's a beautiful parallel that the person that like doomed the Republic had no parents was like a person who had their own decisions in front of them and followed their own path and made their own choices. And then Rey is the person that maybe saves the Republic, saves the Jedi Order, and she's in that exact same position. That your I... parents don't define you. Because Luke is 100% defined by his dad. Right. Like, his life... That's the whole purpose. ...is that he is defined by his parents. His mom made the ultimate sacrifice, and he knows his dad is like the oh, ultimate bad. The dad. ultimate fuck, yeah. Not, but he's re- the ultimate fuck. But he's also like the ultimate redeemable. Unstoppable. Fuck. He's like an, an unredeemable fuck who is just like. But he was redeemed. Leagues above everyone else. Yeah, and had his hand chopped off. Like the thing that bothers me the most about this is like people want to make it about Luke and what Luke didn't do, and that's. I mean, what was the last trilogy? The trilogy before the the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, was about Anakin. Yeah. Why isn't pe- why aren't people bitching about what Anakin didn't do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why it just Anakin goes on. Yeah, yeah. And like, like Anakin was didn't give up until the very end, but he always had taste for the dark side. And, and Luke had that. Luke up. had that. Luke had that in him too. And so, and even in the EU, he actually did give up. You know. Like yeah. Exactly. Like, many times. Many yeah. times. And. So this is Ray's trilogy. Nobody wants to talk about that. This isn't Luke's trilogy. It's not. This isn't. He not. was barely in the first movie. He gets his shining moment where he gets to be a fucking G. He talks to Yoda. Yoda burns a tree for some reason. That was kind of a corny scene, but like, like uh, I think Yoda knew. Yoda knew, and Yoda needed to explain to Luke that, like, hey man, like it's time to move on. Right. Like, you think that it's bad. Because we led to all of this stuff. Yeah, I watched all of us, like, I I watched everything fall into place. And I watched the Jedi lead to this problem. But, like, it's changed. He knows, Yoda realizes in Afterlife, the Jedi aren't perfect. It kind of sucks. The light side's not perfect. The light and the dark side's not perfect, which is why they need balance. That's the whole purpose of the trilogy. Of the multiple trilogy. The set, like, what is it called? What is it when there's nine or three uh, trilogies. A trilogy. After an oct. A, a thrilogy. Trilogy. That's the point of a trilogy. It's a thrilogy. It's three it's trilogies. Thrilling, boys. Trilogy. Check this the hell out. Trilogy. Okay. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but, no. We were both in agreement that we liked the new one. I like it a lot. Yeah. I liked it a lot more than I liked The Force Awakens. It's which pro- I liked The Force Awakens. It's probably in, like, top three or top four. I liked it more than Return of the Jedi. I like Return of the Jedi significantly less than most people because I'm an. I think it's the corniest one. I think it's the corniest one. I'm an Empire, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi type guy. Okay, that was where I was. See, I'm thinking I'm like Empire. Like I have have two lists, and I don't know if it's fair because I grew up with it. But I think Revenge of the Sith is so good, and it's so poetic, and it's so sad, and like I was so emotionally drawn, and like Hayden Christensen maybe was a whiny baby, but the entire time I thought I was that same whiny baby. I was the same guy that wanted Padme. He was a terrible actor, but like at like in the end, end, he wasn't. He he conveyed it very well. I think he conveyed his his whininess into a character. Yeah. The first, in Attack of the Clones, he was awful. Yeah, no. There's, well, Attack you of admit the Clones that at least. Is, I think Attack of the Clones is the absolute worst. It was. It was. It was by far. Which sucks because I think it's the coolest story. Like I really think. Well, it leads into the Clone Wars TV show, which is fantastic, and 
I think like the whole build up, I think it could have been like one of the best stories, but oh I think God. it was very poorly executed. I drank way too much. Tonight. You're not the person that did fucking two shots back to back. You're right. You're right. I should probably That's do a shot. That's why I call him Ryan Urso. No. No. Because I only get one movie? Yeah. Gene Urso. But, uh... Oh, I was talking Galen. You g- <laughs> I'm Galen? <guys. laughs> I'm Galen? <laughs> this is bullshit. Can it be Gene Urso? She's a badass. What do you think about that movie? We haven't brought that in. I like Rogue One. A I lot. think Rogue One's a good movie. I think it's a standalone, and I don't think it was meant for kids. No, it's Saving Private Ryan, but a Star Wars movie. They also do a bad job of making me care about other people, not Jin. Yeah, well, they none of them get enough screen except for the robot. Yeah, K two, K two, K two, dude. Him. When he dies, I was like, no, no. But, like other than that, like didn't really care. Oh man, Star Wars. See, this is the thing. Like we're fucking hamming out. Literally hamming out, drinking hams, and nerding out about Star Wars. And people, like, have created this world, their own world of Star Wars. Yeah. And they don't understand that there's fucking eight movies right now that are the story. And it's not the story they wanted, but they still have to be loud about it. And I don't understand... If you don't like the movie or where the movie's going, stop fucking watching it. Stop talking to people about it. You're only giving it more attention. You're literally doing what you – like all you're doing is trying to get attention. That's all you are doing specifically. Yeah. I think the difference is like uh, a Lord of the Rings is a good juxtaposition. Is like a lot of people while reading the books were being told a story and accepted the story start to finish. And then when the movie came out, they altered certain things that affected the way that you view the story and that bothered people. Right, no, and While I think that's that fair. Is totally fine. But Star Wars is an ongoing story. It's that an ongoing story. hasn't entity. been told in books. It's a, that hasn't been like fully developed that we are now seeing the final fucking chapters of. And like if it doesn't react the way that you want, it's almost more exciting if it's not the way that you want it to react. That's what. I, that's why I love like, the Last Jedi so much because it's so different like, than another story. And anybody who says it was bad writing, by the way, doesn't know how to write. It's my, not. It's, it's not. It's not bad. It, like if you think it's bad writing, you don't. You I mean, don't. Okay. Like go write a book. Be- write a book. Write a better version of Star Wars and send it to us at. Fucking a couple cold ones gmail dot com. Yeah, dude, we'll if, read it if out. If you think we'll you can we'll write a better, we'll we will people. act it out. We'll get enough. We'll people. find we'll some way to out. do it. Yeah. If you think you can write a better fucking Last Jedi than that, I would love to hear. It. Well, like with well written grammar, I want to hear. I want it all. I want. To, I'm going to be very fucking yeah, judgmental. No, no, I want to be like, very what, goddamn judgmental. It better be edited for fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm gonna crush you, and if you like, like the, <laughs> the idea that you think you can, like, that you say it's bad writing. So, what do you think about? Okay, so I've heard this criticism from a few people that I'm friends with. Um, one is that like Rose's character in the casino scene in uh, Canto Bite, yeah, I like is useless. I don't think it's useless because it builds Finn's character. I agree. Finn is the guy that we're following. Yeah. Rose, Finn is the Han Solo. Rose might be useless, but I also kind of don't think she is. I think Rose is the one that like takes Finn's fascination away from Rey, who Rey can't have like mortal concerns. Yeah. I actually think that Rey has transcended those at this point. Like She comes back. Finn, she has to be. I think that Finn maybe thought there was a budding relationship. There might have been like a budding attraction at one point. Like You save another person's life in like a life or death situation. Twice. It's, like, hard for adrenaline yeah. not to be like, hey, you should fuck this person and have babies with them. <laughs> but <laughs> time time, and Finn's, or, uh, Ray's own discipline have, like, separated her from this situation. And I can actually kind of see that when they get reunited, like, Finn doesn't recognize that. No. Like, Finn is so excited to see her. She's excited that Finn is alive, but that's about it for her. She's like, we have an overall situation to deal with. And Finn is like, oh my god, this person that I have such a deep emotional connection to is alive. While Finn is also shown love by a secondary character that doesn't seem that important. So, like, I think developing that story sideline to It's developing Finn as a human. He was never a human. He was stolen as a baby. They explained that. And, and then you're point. shedding Ray as a human, yeah. and you're shedding her into a, a these Jedi. Are, these are like, two people who didn't grow up, grow up with like parents or normal, or normal lives. lives. Yeah, I mean nobody has a normal life in quotations in the Star Wars universe. Maybe Rose did. Yeah, Rose probably did. She's probably one of the closer characters who did. Poe probably the same thing. Yeah. Fucking uh, 
uh, Laura Dern or Laura Dern or whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what it She's uh, dating Baron Davis now, by the way. That's but, uh, unfortunate. Where is he? Holdo, is that her name? Yeah, Holdo. Yeah, Laura Dern, is that her name? Yeah, Laura Dern from fucking Jurassic Park. Yeah, there are videos. That's where all your childhood There's pictures came of from. her making out with Baron Davis outside of like a Beverly Hills hotel. I don't know who Baron Davis is. He was a uh, all star guard for the Clippers at one point. Like before Chris Paul was there. Well before. Okay. Well, either way. I think... They're a beautiful couple, actually. That's another argument, is that that scene didn't mean anything. But I really think it does. How? I think it meant to, like, show that, like... The, the resistance isn't just this like autonomous body that like everybody agrees with. Yes, I do. These are the last two. So they're making this up. They're making logical decisions. Yeah, we're thirty five minutes in. They're making logical decisions based off of a conglomerate of people's opinions. But there's a military hierarchy. I turned to Nicole in the middle of that movie and said, I feel sorry for her because I feel like even if she's making the wrong decisions, she's doing what she thinks is like right. the most appropriate and she's the one in control. And I think it's like just, her taking back control was like a good move of like One of the one of the big things that like fans criticize is the fans. I put fans in quotations because it's like they're just butthurt people. That, like, the movie didn't meet their standards, which is an unmeetable standard, by the way. It is untouchable. I'm glad that the fucking voice trolls jumped up real real hard right there. But, uh, one of the big things is they're like, why didn't they just tell Poe? Why didn't they just tell Poe? It's like, well, Poe's a general. She's a fucking admiral. He's not even a general. I think he's a general. I don't think he is. He's, he's a, captain. a captain. Yeah, he's a captain. Well, either way, even if he's, he's a general a captain. He's a fucking general. Even if he's a captain, he's not like a – he's he's like there's levels of general. Like he can't be that high. There's super levels. You don't, like you don't get to like just be privy to information. Like people just like are, don't understand ranks. People don't like – they're like, <laughs> well, they, if they would have just listened to Poe, maybe he wouldn't have started a mutiny. Well, maybe if Poe would have just listened, so, mutiny, he shouldn't have started a mutiny. Poe like, shouldn't have started a gun which, And he knows that when he realizes at the end when she sacrifices herself and, and like one of the most awe-inspiring scenes I've ever seen in a movie. So good. Where, it cuts got, to, where it cuts to silence for like 10 straight seconds. I had chills. Dude, like, someone really screamed, did. No. I had chills, like I gripped Nicole's like fucking knee, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that happened!" Like I fucking, I had chills, dude. That scene was badass. That was probably, in my opinion, actually the most badass scene. The very second and very close was the throne room scene, but that part actually, like the ultimate I sacrifice, think... like ultimate sacrifice. I the entire time, two... standing up for what you believe in, standing up for the rank, standing up for the order, standing up for like. Because she was also standing up for, like, the unity of the group. She's like, let's not fight about this. I'm in charge, and I'm in charge, and I know what I'm doing. Like, fucking, let's just fucking do this. Let's just go with the plan. Visually, those are the two best scenes the Star Wars has ever had. I still think, like, straight Star Wars, the the throne room scene is the best scene they've ever had. Because it's, it's got lightsabers, it's got, like, drama... It's got like the slow mo. It's got, and then it's got like the use of the force and everything. I think that scene is the best scene that Star Wars has God, ever produced. That scene was so good. It was so badass. And like when like Kylo clicks their lightsaber on at the end to like impale that one Praetorian through the brain. People clapped in mine, and I watched that would movie be infuriating. almost a week later. That'd be infuriating. I'm so annoyed with that. Be like, shut up. I mean, people did it for mine too, but like, I assumed people did it. Well, no, people just like there was an audible gasp. Like, yeah, people, people did were it. like. <gasps> People gasped and then people clapped right afterwards, and I was just like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I'm in the fucking yeah, mode. exactly. I, like, like, I want to hear you, fucking Stephen, <laughs> fat fuck, next to me. Like, I'm in the room right now. I'm watching this happen. Shut the fuck up. But no, like, the movie was just like, people don't. I don't. I don't know, man. It was just. It. it was so good. I thought it was I so good. Don't get it. The, like, the, there's a lazy writing, and I'm putting that in quotations thing too. That 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 is going around too. Like lazy writing, the and the humor people, thing. Let's talk about the humor. I think that people wanted Luke more involved. Like, it really. But it's not his fucking trilogy, you chode. And I really think that's the big deal. I think that's the biggest deal is people wanted Luke more involved, and people wanted Luke to send off in a way that they could feel proud of. If I was Luke, this is how I would have come out. You don't know. I think we should talk about the, the humor point. Let's talk about it. Let's I talk was... about the humor point real quick, and then we should probably finish up on Star Wars because we've ranted about this for like 20 minutes. But, okay, so one of the big fucking things with this movie is people are like, oh, unnecessary humor, forced humor, forced humor. My point, these are kids' movies at heart. These are not even at heart. And if you don't these know that, then I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. 
I'd like if you don't think like the goofy scenes in Canto Bite and fucking like let's reverse. When did fucking um the not even uh the Phantom Menace come out? The Phantom Menace came out in nineteen ninety nine, I think, or two thousand. One of the two. I thought it was two thousand. Is there no? It's two thousand. I think it was nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. Oh, okay. One of those so, two. We're talking about a movie that came out officially eighteen years ago. Okay, and when did um. A New Hope come out. 1976. 1976. So we're talking about a movie that came out 33 years. Sorry, 23 years before The Phantom Menace. So each of these movies seems to be targeting or coming out, each of these trilogies coming out right around when... The previous trilogy is having children. The trilogy is having children. So you are going to go see this movie, and you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to take your kids, who are now going to become invested in this series. Unless you bitch about it to them. <laughs> Maybe you should fucking dial it back a goddamn bit. I don't know. I agree. Is that- Dude, like, okay, so like people are like, oh, the porks, oh, like all the goofy scenes with Finn and Rose, oh, that's like that's just so not Star Wars. Okay, so like R two D two getting thrown into the in- Empire Strikes Back, the most serious one of all the movies, probably R two D two getting thrown. Except for maybe this one. Like, yeah, exactly. This was God. so much so and lots of brutal. Which makes like me the, and they just ignore the they ignore like the fans ignore the brutal parts. Of how it. fucking dark this one yeah. is. The reason there's fucking twenty seven resistance members yeah. left at the end is because <laughs> they're all fucking dead. But uh, <laughs> including like, an Empire Strikes Back. Dead. Yeah, I know it's sad. But uh, fucking in Empire Strikes Back, R two D two gets off the X wing and falls in. And he's like, <laughs> and then Luke's like R two. And then he, like, pops his little fucking monitor thing beep, out of the beep, water. Beep, beep, and beep, beep, he's yeah. like, you got to be more careful. Like, yeah, that was fucking pure drama, wasn't it? Like, that was, that was, no, that that was, was so, writing. that was so, that, that was, was so really serious. Deep. Like, that was I don't really know. deep. Like, and you then, don't get it, though. R2, he's... Obviously, Jar Jar Binks. I don't need to bring him up. You fucking, you little people, troglodytes who think that Star Wars is meant for you and yeah. not for children. And people are Need to excuses. get the fuck over themselves. And, don't like, they were ever good, well-written movies. Like none of them. excuses for stuff that they thought was enjoyable as a child. This was the first well-written Star Wars movie, I think. It was really In my good. opinion. This is the first really well-written Star Wars movie. I think... Um, like, outside of the comedy stuff, which is in every Revenge, Star Wars movie. I think Revenge of the Sith was actually the first real-written, like, really well-written. And, like, and I, I totally know, understand that. I'm not... Like... Hey, I like Revenge of the Sith. I think Revenge of the Sith is better than Return of the Jedi, so... And those three, this one, fucking The Last Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, and Return, or not Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes uh, Back, Empire Strikes Back, are like my three favorite, and they jostle for it because, yeah. like, I have a, I have a, t- a two, and it's just like I think it's so, or like a three, sort of. I think it's solely because of the nostalgia value of A New Hope. That's my favorite one of all time, and like I said, I think that's solely because of the nostalgia value. But if I'm going to jostle between two good movies. I'll go Empire Strikes Back and The Last Jedi. And I think The Last Jedi might be better than Empire Strikes Back. It's definitely more well-written. It, like, Not there's, the so many, there's so many corny lines. Not the popular opinion In here, all of them. I actually have, and until The Last Jedi came out, thought Revenge of the Sith was better than Empire Strikes Back, which I've always held as my favorite. I think that Empire Strikes Back is more well-constructed. Or not, not Empire, uh, Revenge of the Sith is more well-constructed, but I also think that Empire Strikes Back is just, like, a more entertaining movie. Okay, I can see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just think, like, like, like everything taking, has come if, to if a you, conclusion. You close everything yeah. else out, and you're just watching Empire Strikes Back, and nothing else exists. Yeah. And like you just have backstory, yeah. That's a. I think that is a better movie than Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I think the conclusion aspect of the prequels with Revenge of the Sith and with the and characters, no, and the fact that Ewan McGregor is fucking Obi Wan Kenobi, like, and he's devastated. Like I get chills knowing it. Mm. I actually get. You're chills. my brother. Adam. Yeah, I know. Like I get chills seeing that scene, not because Hayden, which I do like, actually think that Hayden comes to his own in that movie a little better. I do too. Like, There's just a couple a points. Better. There's the you will try line, which is really terrible. Terrible yeah. you will try. It's very robotic. But other than that, I think he's actually good. Yeah, I really do. Um, he's simple. Like, you sympathize with him. He seems very childish. He's childish. He seems very childish. He's desperate. Which is the point of the character. And he wants to, he wants to do what everything he can. We need to move on. I know we do. We need to move on. 
Hey, we might continue some Star Wars talk on the next episode, but we need to move on. No, we shouldn't continue, because we could talk about Star Wars on every fucking We really episode. could. This could be a Star Wars podcast. It really could be. Celebrity Destradamus. Damus, 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 We're sorry Domus. for that abrupt end. Yes, we are. But we're not really, because it's our podcast. And, you know. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. I might have fucked it up. That's the Ryan Shaner thing. <laughs> Ryan Shaner, you fucked it. <laughs> oh man didn't I ever but uh or didn't he ever but uh I mean they're all the same right? yeah I know right we're all the same person but uh Sean you said you had a, an inkling an idea no oh, for us liberty as dramas <coughs> <coughs> I won't even reveal the the lost one is lost that's the lost episode from last time by the way um John, do you think you could talk about Star Wars for like two seconds, or can we pause this or something? No, 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 we can go. We won't edit it because right. we know what happens when we I edit. Have to be it. So I'm going to lead right into this celebrity death drums. My last one was Matthew Broderick. It was Matthew Broderick in Ferris Bueller's Next Day Off, and he was a fry cook because he had made such horrible decisions in his life, and he'd been such a fucking slacker that like this is all he could do anymore. And he and Matthew Broderick ended up slipping on stage for this like really extravagant stunt that they were having where confetti came out of the sky and like part of the building crashed down on them and Matthew Broderick like it was the final scene because it was when he came back after he had been skipping his whole day and his manager had been looking for him but you know the 43 year old fry cook like he's taking his last day off this is his last fucking day off either way the set collapsed on Matthew Broderick killing him and that was that was a celebrity Deathstradamus that was missed last week. Um, for this new one, I've got some pretty exciting stuff. It is very much related to the topic we've been talking about, but I actually think it's like a decent prediction. Like this is my death, true inner Deathstradamus, like connecting to me. It's gonna be fucking Mark Hamill. Oh no! Exactly. I just got back from being. We don't have very many guys. We've got fucking. Harrison Ford narrowly dodging airplane accidents. Carrie Fisher fucking dying from heart attacks. And Mark Hamill now dying from what? Other than a sword stabbed through the chest. Oh, no. It's a it's spray-painted green. You know That's why? so fucked up. Because these guys are they hate me. fucking babies. Because oh. they know that this wasn't the death that fucking Luke Skywalker deserved. Luke Skywalker should have dueled Wait, his it's opponent a, it's to a the baby death. Star Wars fan? He John? is a massive baby Star Wars fan. Ah. This man you guys, you this, get this! This man is an overgrown infant, and he is upset that Luke didn't fight a Jedi duel to the end, so he forced Mark Hamill to fight him in one-on-one rapier comment in the middle of the street in Beverly Hills. And it would, like, went back and forth, but it wasn't even, like, that intense. Like, Mark Hamill's just like, dude, seriously, I'm, like, trying to meet my wife for this, like, beautiful dinner that I have planned. Will you please just fuck off, you piece of shit? And this guy's like, no, I won't fuck off. I will fuck off when the Sith are destroyed. And <laughs> and they fucking dueled back and forth, and this guy ran Luke through. And he ran Luke through, and it was actually Mark. And he leaned forward into Mark's face, and he said, the Sith will be destroyed by my hand. And Mark Hamill said, you're a fucking child. <laughs> Which were his last words, sadly. Oh, no. Not Mark. Not Mark Hamill? Yeah, it's sad news. That is sad news. So I guess that passes it off to me, doesn't it? It does. I also covered the Matthew Broderick. Uh, no, did you? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. I explained it. Good. Good. And Danny DeVito. Was in that too, but you heard mo- all, pretty much all of Danny. DeVito Danny DeVito said. was the man who was ripped in half in last episode. Yeah, I mean we state that at one point, but if you didn't stick around for it, but stop stalling. My Damas, which I once again didn't think about for a while, like until we started the podcast. It's going to be a little depressing for fans of '90s SNL, but it was. Oh no! It was Chris Kattan. This time. Uh, uh, Stars of such movies as Corky Romano and no, but he's good and he's Monkey funny. Bone. <laughs> and he's so funny, he's got good voices. Why? That's a good question. Why? You know, this one's kind of a somber one. Like, <laughs> all he was doing was trying to, like, play with his daughter, who I'm not sure if he has. Oh, he does. Or someone's daughter. Keep going. And, oh, God, Chris. 
he he's just trying to teach him how to like use an easy bake oven. But that oven got really hot. That's a hot, those they, they do get hot. That's it why got, they bake so easily. And Chris Kattan walked away because his agent called him on the phone. He's yeah. like, "Hey, I might actually have a movie for you." And he got Is very Corky Romano too. And he got very ravenous so out the mouth, foaming even. And he's just like, "Please work." <laughs> I don't understand. No, and that's not how he said. It. He said, "Work." What are you talking about? <laughs> Corky Romano too. You guys got some cookies. Like, oh, man. But yeah, he said that. Yeah, like I said, got ravenous at the mouth, and that easy bake oven it just caught fire. To his old house. I mean, I don't know whose house he was in. But Chris Kattan has fire escapes, right? That dude's always got contingency plans. Not this time. Not this time. It was he was he was backed up. No. He was in the basement. No. That's where all the fun stuff is <laughs> at this house. He takes his calls. That's the where the easy bake oven is, and like the uh, creepy crawlies oven. And stuff is remember creepy crawlies, but uh, yes, I do actually. I cried when I got a creepy crawly machine for uh, <laughs> Christmas because everybody else got more presents than me. Just a fun fact about me. So he was actually <laughs> helping his daughter and his son make creepy crawlies and easy bake oven snacks at the same time. Did he die from smoke inhalation or was it uh, third degree burns? Because one of those is much more horrific. It was fourth degree burns. <laughs> It they was, burned his soul. <laughs> it, was, it burned him into oblivion, basically. No. He tries to push the children up the stairs. Succeeds. The children make it, guys. The, okay, you said there's only second degree burns on their entire body. That's pretty bad. That means that inferno was blazing. Oh well, you know, and easy bake ovens. Easy bake you know ovens were saying, dangerous. You know, yeah, they're like blazing. Like <laughs> but Chris Kattan, a valiant father. <laughs> And or Guardian, because I don't know if he has the children. I think he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, so I think that's fair. I don't think he was, but (laughs) he pushes the kids out. They live. He he burns into a horrific ooze. I mean, that is and then waits. That's our future, right? Like jelly paste. Yeah, but I feel bad for Chris Kattan now. I do too. And so we could pour one out right on the keyboard for him. I don't think that's a good idea. That's your keyboard. Thank you. Thank you for stopping. I would do it, but I don't want you to do it. (laughs) All right. So what's our New Year's bullshit from the year now that we've got over this drab celebrity? (laughs) That was sad. I'm sorry, Chris Kattan, that that had to happen. My New Year's bullshit is that um, we're going to make more podcasts this year. Than we normally do, and at a more regular rate, I think. And we're going to make it more often than we did last year. Yep. And we've been, like, probably at an average of, like, two and a half to three weeks, and I think we're going to try and shoot for two at least, maybe try to one. Maybe I'll not. Tell you, I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and make more blood sacrifices. <laughs> um, like, there's a lot of rodents nearby, and I could just be making a lot of minor blood sacrifices, but really I just haven't been doing it because I haven't been willing to catch them. So I'm just... Like, major blood sacrifices is going to stay normal, but minors definitely going to increase. Well, I think that's uh, exactly what everybody wanted to hear. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, they were concerned. And anybody who doesn't want to hear that... That was weird. <laughs> 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 that was weird. <laughs> 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 <laughs>